Hi, and welcome to Kids on Earth podcast. My name is Christina Huntwood. I'm an artist, ethnographer, and your host for today's show. What's an ethnographer, you ask? Well, according to the Oxford Learner's Dictionary, it's a person who studies different peoples and cultures with their customs, habits, and differences. Yep, that's me, all right. In the spring of 2023, I visited students in a small school in the Catskill Mountains to teach audio arts and podcasting classes. During my visit, there were five in total, I met lots of very interesting kids with wonderful stories about their lives in the region. In this episode of Kids on Earth, we meet two fifth graders who discuss what Amanda Gorman's poem, Life, means to them in part one. And in part two, we meet two more fifth graders who share about their favorite places in the Catskills. Without further ado, I present Part one of this episode entitled Kids Discuss Life. You are joining us for discussion of Amanda Gorman's poem, Life. My name is Alex. I'm in fifth grade and I like science. Hello, my name is Denzel. My, um, I'm in fifth grade and my favorite uh, class is gym. I start. Yeah. Okay, life. Life is not what is promised, but what is sought. These bones, not what is found, but we, what we fought, our truth. Not what we said, but what we thought. Our lesson, all we have taken, and all we have brought. Take a look at the poem, and what does that, what does it mean to you? What do you think the first lines mean to you? Uh... Yeah, life doesn't always keep promises. That's right. So life is not what is promised, but it is what is sought. The truth of life. Is there anything that you are seeking um, out of life? Mm, being a chef. Being a chef. Cool. Being a marine biologist or a scuba diver. Scuba diver. Ooh, yes, you sharks. And what kind of food do you do you like as a chef? Like, what would you want to make or you just want to try everything? Spaghetti. A spaghetti chef? Yeah. All right. Like, you're going to have to go to Italy. No, not really. Um, best meatballs ever? Is that what you're trying to achieve? Yeah. <laughs> what about the sauce? Yeah. Better than pizza five. Pizza five? What? Where's pizza five. It's like um, some kind of sauce that some YouTuber called Iraq made, and you can like put on any type on any food you want, and it tastes like pizza. Yeah. Oh, oh, pizza sauce, pizza sauce. Yeah, but pizza sauce almost—it's like, like um, almost tastes like the spaghetti. It's like zombify, like you turn into a zombie, but pizzafy, which turns food, take like normal food, like chicken or something and you put pizza pie on it and it just tastes like pizza. Weird. Yeah. Uh, let me see. You're gonna have to make the best pizza in the unit. The biggest pizza. So he already made the biggest pizza. Not the smallest. Oh, smallest. Wait, wait, wait. Somebody already made that. Uh, Garlic bread. Garlic bread. So you like Italian food? Yeah. Yeah, nice. He like, like, Somebody else called Brayden, which is also in like in fifth grade, he eats like spaghetti every single day. But his mom makes it. 
It's okay. And also you. But not snow. You like spaghetti a lot. Yeah, but I don't eat it. I like dumplings. Dumplings, yes. Oh yeah, those are good too. So you are interested in water life and and want to be marine biologist or what was the other thing? Scuba diver. Scuba diver. And what is um, your interest in? Like, how did you get interested in water? Sharks. Sharks. So okay. And <gasps> like sea life. Yes. Sea swimming. Have you have you spent time at the ocean and like really been like searching for sharks or seen any kind of like wildlife that would? Yeah. I've seen wild like sea, sea life. life? Fish. I went to aquariums. Oh, cool. oh that's cool. Oh, wait a minute. You saw sharks. One time at a zoo, it was like kind of like an aquarium because like like there was like this one place where you could go downstairs and there was like piranhas through like you could see through a window. I was seeing piranhas. Like a glass. Read those two lines. These bones not what is found, but what we fought. These bones not what is found, but what we fought. <laughs> and so, bones. Like, it probably means, like, instead of it just being human bones or something that they might have found, it's like people who might have been fighting in wars. Yeah. Like, fighting for our freedom. Yeah, that's a great answer. Can you think of any, like, experience that you had to fight through, like, you know, even if it was a test that was really hard that you had to like really come, you know, like focus on, or if there was something else in your life that like was hard, but you uh, got through it. The state test. The state test. ELA. Yeah. Um. So um. Something hard I had to go through is like um. One time I was with like one of my aunts, and then like the next day she died of a heart attack while she was sleeping. Ooh. Yeah, that's intense. That's intense. How old was your aunt? I don't know. You've gotten through it, right? You. That was a long time ago. Right. How does it make you feel now? Like when you think, when you think about how much has changed from that point to now. Not much has changed. Just I'm suffering from this school. <laughs> And for you, sir, ELA, let's discuss. <laughs> ah, so you took the test. Yeah. And then you um, you passed the test. Not yet. Uh, but, oh, we you still have to take it. We have. They took it, but he doesn't know what score he got yet. Yeah, it gives us during the summer. Um, so it gives us to us on over summer. So you took the test, yeah, and it didn't it didn't kill you. Kind of. <laughs> You're still here. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, how did you how did it feel going into the test? Very hard. Yeah. It was the, it was, the the second part was the hardest. It would be better than actually doing like the normal math work. No, no. Do in the morning. No, the last question I did I did it completely wrong. It's the theme. Mm -hmm. Instead of theme, I put problem and solution. Mm -hmm. 
So then you got, you took the test, and then did you feel any relief after you were done? Did you feel like yourself again? Yeah. Good. All right. Do you want to read the, these two lines? Okay. Our truth, not what we said, but what we thought. Those two la those two lines. What do we think that that means? Um, it's how we think it is. How the how it's actually done. Yeah. So like our truth, not what we said, but what we thought. So we can say things, but what we really think is probably more in line with what we believe, right? Yeah. And I'm wondering. We'll answer these last two questions very quickly. Is there a belief that you have that you feel like you um, embody? And the word embody means to sort of like you live your truth. You live that. You like it, it's the way you act is the way you speak is the way you think. I believe kindness is in the heart. Mm -hmm. And do you do anything that you think that shows that you believe that as a friend or as a as a son or as a student? As a friend. Not much. I don't say much that is mean. Don't say much. But do you sometimes think mean things? No. Oh, good. good. <laughs> it's just sometimes I say it but didn't think what I said. You think about what you said. No, no, how you no, no. I I don't think you would hurt them just to make them laugh a little. Yeah, so you like to cheer people up a little, it sounds like. Yeah. That's nice. Last two lines. Our lesson, all we have taken and all we have brought. So what is our lesson in life? Our lesson, all we have taken and all we have taken. Uh, um, to be six, to we have do the most things you can before your death. <laughs> That's life is too short to be mean and do bad things. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a thought on that, Alex? Um, the things we learn, we have took. And the things we have learned, we brought. Yeah, so we take some things that we learn from, and then we, we, so we take things in, right? We're learning, and we bring it with us, and we probably deliver it to other people, and like that's how we kind of embody our truth. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys. This is Alex. Thank you for joining us for a discussion of Amanda Gorman's poem, Life. Wow, all that talk about spaghetti made me hungry. I really hope that Alex follows his dream of being a chef and Denzel becomes a marine biologist. Now let's meet a couple of other kids that tell us all about their favorite places in the Catskill Mountains. This segment is called Best Place Ever. Ready, set, go. 
This is Kids on Earth. Today we are talking about what we love the most about living in the Catskills. Hi, my name is Sawyer and I'm in fifth grade. Sawyer, what's your favorite place to be in the Catskills? I like to go hiking. Do you have a favorite hiking trail? Um, not really. They're all, a lot of them are fun. What makes it fun for you to go hiking? Because when you get to the top, you can see all the other mountains. Ah. Do you ever feel bad for people who live in really flat places and their hiking trails are like, don't have great views? Kind of, but they still can go hiking and they have other things. Have you gone to any of the fire towers? I actually did go to a fire tower before. I've been to a few of them. Nice. And when you're hiking on those trails, how does it make you feel? Um, I don't know. I like to see all the um, trees and stuff, though. So happy. Do you know how to identify the trees? Um, sometimes by the leaves, but not many. Do you have any questions to ask Sawyer now knowing this? Not really. I kind of already knew it for the most part because he's always on, like, hiking trips with his mom and dad. Usually just his family in general. So you knew that was going to be his answer? Mm, I didn't think it was going to be his actual answer, but I thought pretty sure there was going to be something around that. Hi, I'm Danielle, and I'm in fifth grade. Danielle, tell me, what is your favorite place ever in this area? Okay, I have a few. I'm going to probably say two of them. So my friend Madison's house, and probably behind the Benekill where we can go swimming and a bunch of stuff. Cool. So what do you do at Madison's house that's so fun? Um, we usually just like mess around and like play fight and stuff like that. And when you go swimming, um, is that is that like a place that a lot of kids go to meet up and go swimming? Kinda. Not really anymore because it's been like, cause there's a bunch of swimming holes around here. There's one over by Drive Brook. There's the rec center in Archville, so it's not as popular, but still quite a few kids go there. And why do you think you like the one behind Benekill the most? Because it has a rope swing and it has like rocks where you can just like jump off of. And there's crawfish back there that we can catch. That's funny. I've thrown one at my brother. Yikes. Oh no. They pinch. <laughs> Back there, they're not, like, really bad because they're so used to, like, getting caught and stuff. So they don't really pinch anymore, so. And when you're there, how does it make you feel to be? It makes me feel happy and calm because it just, like, because, like, I like floating in the water because it just lets your body go loose. And it makes me feel happy, like, when my entire family goes back there and we can just swim and and explore pretty much. We've gone fishing back there and a bunch of other things. Thanks for listening to Kids on Earth. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did making it. Kids on Earth is a Living Archive Project production created by me, Christina Huntwood, with the help of a lot of great kids. It's made possible with the support of Roxbury Arts Group, the Crop Program, and Creatives Rebuild New York.